Have you been told you need joint surgery, but hopes you could put it off just a little longer? Well, you're not alone. Many patients want relief from pain, but are not ready to proceed with a major surgery, even though there are things they may want to consider. I'm Prakash Chandran, and in this episode of Healthy Takeout, we'll be discussing total joint care and the risk of delaying surgery. I'm pleased to welcome Dr. Young Ho Oh, an orthopedic surgeon at Harrington Healthcare. Dr. Oh, thanks so much for educating us today. Hi, uh, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. Of course, of course. So I want to start at square one, actually. Why is joint health so important in the first place? That's how we live our lives. It, uh, joints let us move, they let us ambulate, they let us move, uh, use our extremities to participate in uh, activities of daily living. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So my question is, you know, as we age and we, you know, play sports and these things, you know, sometimes we may sustain an injury. And I'm, uh, I'm curious about when a patient is advised to have joint surgery, um, what leads up to that point? When is it that severe when surgery is needed? Well, joints wear down over time, like anything else, and we develop osteoarthritis. Certainly, people that had injuries to their joints are more susceptible to it. But one of the biggest risk factors is family history. And with arthritis, unfortunately, comes pain. And with the pain, it prevents us from doing the activities that we enjoy. And it could be something as simple as just walking pain-free, which we as humans need to do. And with arthritis, our joints wear down and the bone starts rubbing on the bone instead of the smooth surface of the joint, and we develop pain, and ultimately, in order to relieve this pain, a joint replacement is recommended. So that's really interesting. You're saying that, um, you know, regardless of whether I'm playing sports or not or being rough on the joints, most of the pain that we see today actually comes from family history? That is the biggest risk factor for having osteoarthritis, but anyone that's had a joint injury to their knees or hip or shoulders are more susceptible to osteoarthritis. And it results, unfortunately, in the same diagnosis of having arthritis, which is treated very similarly. Okay, so let's say it gets to the point where a patient has that osteoarthritis or you advise a joint replacement is necessary. I'm curious, why is it vital to have the operation sooner than later? Most people will know when they need the surgery. And it's predicated by how much pain they're in. And it's a major surgery, and there's recovery involved. The danger of waiting is our health. If it comes to the point where we're too unhealthy to have it, then it it becomes not advisable to have such a major surgery. So it can be better to do it when you're more healthy. However, it all depends on how much pain we're having and whether we can live with it or not. So you mentioned something, whether we can live with it or not. Um, And like I said, just at the top of the episode, so many people just kind of, you know, you're you're kind of amazed at the amount of pain that they can take. They're like, you know what? I don't need surgery. That little, that pain in my knee I'm feeling, I'll I'll just kind of get used to it. And sometimes I see my friends and I'm like, how are you surviving like this? Um, You know, what do you normally say to the patients? Is there a scale like between a one and a 10 where you're saying you should, this will improve your quality of life? Yeah, well, in those cases, if they're a 10 out of 10 pain, it's probably advisable for them to have the surgery. But again, surgery is not risk-free, so it comes down to benefits and risks. And at at a point where if it's that severe, sure, the 
benefits of surgery would probably outweigh the risks at that time. And it really is a patient preference of undergoing such a surgery. Some people say they don't have time for it. Some people can't take the time off of work. Uh, some people have had uh, other friends or family members had a bad experience with it. So this all plays into the decision-making of delaying surgery. So you talked a little bit about the time that it takes to go through surgery. Um, what are the most common surgeries that you do, and how long is the recovery process? Well, total knee replacements are probably the most common joint replacements that we do. The second is total hip replacements, and the third are total shoulder replacements. The recovery time can be up to about six weeks of just laying low, staying at home, and taking it easy. But it can take up to one full year for full recovery. And with that being the best you're going to be after such a surgery will be at one year. And that includes physical therapy and being proactive about speeding up the recovery. Is that right? That's correct. Physical therapy is a very essential part of the recovery from any type of joint replacement. And if individuals are not um, attuned to that, it can really affect their outcome. So just by doing the surgery itself, it's not enough. In fact, the surgery itself actually can take about an hour. And for, for a skilled orthopedic surgeon, it's pretty common, pretty easy for us, and actually very fun, to tell you the truth. However, for the patient, it's the amount of effort and time and energy they put into their rehab really affects their outcome and how they're going to do. Yeah, I think that's like one of the most important things um, that you've highlighted so far, that it's not just you get surgery and the problem goes away. It's you get surgery and you're proactive with physical therapy and um, being mindful of everything that you're supposed to do to speed up that recovery. So in addition to physical therapy, is there anything else that you recommend patients do to help speed it up? Well, obviously, decreasing any risk factors you can. Uh, being severely overweight can affect your outcome. Being a smoker can affect your outcome. Um, having just underlying medical issues which haven't been addressed uh, need to be optimized prior to surgical management. Um, being diabetic and not having your sugars under control can be a, a risk factor. And just having a positive attitude, I found that that works better than anything else that we can do for the patient. You're saying that having a positive attitude will help increase your uh, recovery time. Absolutely, without a doubt. That is so amazing. And so, um, you know, one of the things that you just highlighted, in addition to having a positive attitude, is that diet and exercise. And I know that diet and exercise or monitoring those can uh, be tools to reverse many diseases and conditions. So you're saying that this actually works the same when it comes with our joints. Is that correct? Oh, exactly. Um, even before you go to a joint replacement, the recommendation, 90% of what we can offer patients is something they can do on their own, and that's diet and exercise. The right type of diet, the right types of foods, and maintaining good weight, and the right type of exercise, depending on the joint that's involved. And the, Our joints were made to move, and if you do focus on range of motion of joints and strength, non-impact strengthening exercises, you will keep your joints healthy and feeling better. And that's also true after surgery as well. And then also maintaining your nutrition, um, just having good nutrition, especially uh, having enough protein, and which is the building block of our body, will help you heal much quicker after surgery as well. Yeah. So, you know, a couple of the things that you said uh, here today that are important are that 
first of all, after you get surgery, you need to be proactive in getting that physical therapy, maintaining a positive attitude, and then that diet and exercise, which is something that you don't really think about. But, you know, our body is a system. And like you said, um, you know, proteins are the building blocks for uh, our body and they help with joint recovery. And is it also fair to say joint maintenance as well? Oh, yeah, sure. Absolutely. Um, exercise, our joints were made to move. And if you don't move your joints, you're going to lose them. That's uh, how I tell that to people. And people that have just mild osteoarthritis and have a little bit of pain, I tell them the most important thing they can do is actually exercise their joints, move it. Motion is good. And when you say exercise and movement, we're talking about on a daily basis, on a weekly basis. What do you primarily tell your patients? I'm talking on a daily basis. Absolutely. Um, just focus on range of motion of any joint or the affected joint, especially. Mobilization is key. It's good for your back. It's good for your lower joints, your upper extremity, your hand, all your joints. They were, joints were made to move. If you don't move, in, move them, you literally will lose them. Yes. Well, Dr. O, thank you so much for helping us understand how important our joints are to our overall health. And it really sounds like, you know, the risk of, of delaying uh, getting surgery when you need it, it just becomes harder over time is what I'm hearing for you. So the from you. So the best thing to do, try to maintain that diet and exercise, be proactive about your joint health. And if something happens due to your family history or an injury, then go do something about it. Because with the advancements today, um, I'm sure that joint replacement, like you said, uh, someone skilled can do it in an hour and then it's up to you to proactively heal. Um, is there anything else, Dr. O, that you would like our audience to know before we wrap up? Uh, I was, I'd say Get your physician involved, speak to your medical doctor first, and if necessary, you can speak to a musculoskeletal specialist, such as an orthopedic surgeon or a physical medicine and rehab doctor or a rheumatologist, anybody that specializes in uh, joint care. And it's a team approach. And I think with that and the medical advances, we can certainly, what we say, keep you in the game and keep you moving and get you better. I love it. I love it. So everyone, for more information, please visit HarringtonHospital.org. Our guest today has been Dr. Young Ho Oh. This is Healthy Takeout from Harrington Healthcare. I'm Prakash Chandran. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for All right.